0: the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. All of our operators are currently busy. Please stay on the line until we can find an operator to connect with you. Thank you for your patience.
1: our operators are currently busy. Please stay on line until we can find an operator to connect with you. Thank you for your patience. We can find somebody to connect with you. Thank you for your patience. All right, let's uh, start the show. Uh, got a got a lot to cover today, so let's just get into it. Um, it's a lovely Friday here on Little St. James Island. I'm at my Uncle Jeff's, uh, his place, uh, pretty good day today, Just mm-hmm. hung out, uh, trying to, I don't know if that's going to be the the intro, but I thought that was funny that the, you know, National Suicide Prevention Hotline was putting music in the background of their, uh their, hold messages so thought that'd be funny uh to throw on the podcast um yeah so got a, I was earlier today I came up with a with a new jackass skit um it's a wait hang on Pull this up real quick. Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. And then it'll, it'll, you know, the intro. And it's, uh, it's like, uh, he's wearing like a helmet (laughs) with like a Confederate flag on it. And he he's, he's like, a he guy's aviators on, he, he's all shaky cause he's probably all coked up. And, and, uh, he's wearing a, like a, a strength coat. And he's, he goes, Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville and this is where a picture of the Prophet Muhammad getting fucked in the ass by Jesus, uh, to Mecca during the annual pilgrimage. And, <laughs> and then, and then he just takes the strength coat off and starts walking around and, uh, and like, like, nodding his head at people, like, hey, how you doing, how you doing, and then, (laughs) and then, and then it cuts, like, a shot of the, the guys, like, watching from, uh, it's, like, Jeff Tremaine and Bam Margera and Dave England, all, uh, like, watching from, like, a van, like, oh, my God, I can't believe fucking Johnny Knoxville's going around with the fucking, with this fucking shirt that has got the Muhammad, and then, uh, and then they send in uh with uh Aaron McGahee uh in. Um you know, like they in that one skit where uh they they put their pubes on him and they they made him pretend that he was a, a terrorist going to the airport. They sent Aaron McGahee in to beat up Johnny Knoxville because he's wearing the uh, the uh the shirt with m Muhammad getting his ass fucked. By Jesus and then uh and then Aaron McGee takes off his his jacket and then he's got a bomb vest on, and then he he tells um Johnny Knoxville that he has to suck his dick otherwise he'll n- explode himself, and then uh Johnny Knoxville sucks Aaron McGee's dick uh after he takes the shirt off. And <laughs> and then uh, and then uh, that one with that uh, Lance bangs the camera guy. He's just <laughs> they're all laughing at him because he's looking at Johnny Knoxville suck, Aaron McGee's dick and he's throwing up. <laughs> he's he's just filming it right up up close. Johnny Knoxville's like deep throating Aaron McGee's cock and Dave England's just standing there like doing that w- weird laugh gag thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just throws up right next to him. And uh, Jeff Tremaine's just, like, in the truck watching me like, This is fucking crazy, man. Uh, bam. Oh, my God. I can't believe fucking Johnny Knox was sucking off Aaron's dick, man. And uh, <laughs> that's my idea for a jackass kick. Uh, th- that didn't work. There we go. Jackass, Jackass. Uh, that was a good show. <coughs> a lot of laughs in my formative years. Watched that. I remember being too young watching that, and I don't. Know, it never really made me want to do anything crazy. It was just, I, I just got pleasure out of watching people hurt themselves. <laughs> or another sketch is uh Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is a uh, uh, Muslim caricature artist. And he goes to he goes to uh, like he goes to Damascus or something, and he he offers to, to give people uh, uh, free caricature drawings on like some in like a touristy area, or like some boardwalk or some shit. And then he he draws them standing next to the Prophet Muhammad, <laughs> and then and then he's like, "What? Well, I thought, I thought you guys like him. I th- I thought you want a picture next to him. Like, no, you do not understand. We cannot draw Muhammad. Like, I, well, I already drew the photo, and it's. We do take tips. Uh, and <laughs> he has to try and get a tip for drawing, uh, Muslim people next to a, uh, the Prophet Muhammad. That was actually, you know what? I, I didn't come up with that. That was on the deleted scenes. That was on the deleted scenes for Jackass 2 in the, well, in the, in the 2.5 movie. That was a deleted scene. So, you know what? Uh, my bad. In the future, I will, uh, do better. Uh, do better research, I'll start putting more effort into these uh, these podcasts, considering this is now my main source of income, uh, it's only the, what, third or so episode, I don't know what number it is, um, but already we have an audience of 60 to 70 million, and I was able to quit my day job, because I'm now making $3,000 a week from the Patreon, um, patreon.com forward slash the worst show on earth is uh, already making that much money. So I figured I'd just devote my full uh, time to this podcast. Um, as you could tell, I put a lot of work into it. Um, everything I do is entirely scripted. So like I'll, I'll write out about half an hour worth of material for the podcast line by line word by word what I want to say on the podcast and then uh, basically I just recited on here so everything you're hearing is in entirely premeditated uh it, it's it's more like a like a like an essay like a spoken essay So, I'm watching the uh, broadcast replay of the 2010 Final Round Masters tournament. Uh, I think that's uh, Phil, Phil Mickelson wins. Uh, I like I like golf. Golf's a pretty cool sport. I've met a lot of cool people playing. Uh, uh, it's pretty cool. Not for everybody, it's mostly played by old white men. And that's exactly what I am, I'm an old white man, so it, it would make sense that I love g- golf now that I'm an old rich white man, uh, like I said, I am rich from the podcast, um, but didn't always, I wasn't always, uh, you know, I wasn't always uh, financially stable in my life, I, uh, oh, sorry, I spilled. I spilled bourbon on myself I just had a sake bomb And now I I spilled some bourbon On myself I got some new glasses So I'm trying them out I've been getting the sake bombs For whatever reason Probably because it reminds me of That time we Nuked Japan If if it were me I'd call them I don't know why they don't call the drink Nagasaki bombs You know what I'm saying uh, tactical nuke, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, 25 Streak, tactical nuke, Nagasaki bomb. You know, the original name for that 25 Kill Streak in Modern Warfare, w- in, in the early stages of development, on the beta, I remember, when I got the beta, the original name was, um, was Hiroshima, a tactical Hiroshima, but, uh, uh, they scrapped. They, they eventually s- scrapped it and, and changed it to tactical nuke uh, which if you ask me I think tactical Hiroshima rolls off the tongue a little better even tactical Nagasaki would be better I think that was the 50 kill streak cause if you get 25 kills then that's one nuke and then if you get 50 kills that's the second nuke and that you know Peroshima Nagasaki sort of situation, Um, but yeah, I like I said, I wasn't always uh, the well-adjusted, put together, uh, financially secure guy my whole life. Uh, In the in the '90s, uh, after I mid '90s after I graduated, uh, Magnum come loud at. University of Alabama. I was living in the South for a while, um, <coughs> doing mostly freelance journalism, trying to make it on my own. I uh, ended up moving around, moving around the South a couple times. Uh, it's a, it's an interesting place, the South. Uh, you meet a lot of weird characters, uh, a lot of small towns. I like the small town vibe. Everybody kind of knows everybody. Uh, it's kind of weird how you get mixed up in other people's businesses, business uh, pretty easily over there. Because there really aren't a lot of people in these small towns. I remember I lived in this place called uh, Whitesville, Missouri. Um, if you're over there, you should go check it out. Uh, it's a pretty, pretty peaceful little place. Whitesville, New, uh, Missouri. I almost said New Jersey for some reason. Um, yeah, kind of thing, I never knew why they call it that, Whitesville, probably started by somebody with the last name White, surname White, Whitesville. Anyways, I remember living there uh, in the mid-90s, and uh, when I th- when I first moved in, uh, I had to get a new, got a new phone number, uh, you know, set up the landline, got the answering machine, and i remember for about a week or so uh this this guy who uh, had the wrong number would call me and uh his name was Pete apparently so he he left a series of voicemails that i i me and my close friends came to call the the saga of Pete in the summer of 1997 in Whitesville, Missouri and i actually kept the tape from the machine, and I thought uh, it might be cool to play the the tapes the of Pete's voicemails because there's actually a the saga of Pete was actually a pretty interesting story. So uh, let me pull them up right. Get my old uh, my old answering machine out real quick. plug it in, here we go, put the tape in, yeah, here it is, hey
0: Carl, uh, it's Pete, uh, had a good time last night, I'm <laughs> still sore, <laughs> need to start working out or something, can't keep up with you, anyway, uh, calling, cause you left, uh, left one of your belts here, and, uh, one and one of them vibrators, uh, so, if you want to come pick it up, I'll be free, uh, hours uh, this evening before Sheila gets home. So you want to come over uh, before then? Let me know. Give me a call back. Bye. Hey Carl, uh, Pete again. Uh, I don't know how to say this, but uh, I guess I'll come out and say it. Um, uh, Sheila found out. Uh, She got home early and I was taking a nap since you uh, hadn't returned my call and uh, she, uh, she went through my phone and found the text messages and the pictures you've been sending me the ones that I've been sending to you and uh, well ba- basically she knows everything and uh, she took the kids and went, went over to her mother's house and uh, well I-, I assume that she's probably going to tell Deborah. Uh, so just that you, know, you should hear from me first. Uh, anyway, uh, call me back.
1: Bye. Um, well, you might have, <coughs> you might be thinking, well, buddy, there's some inconsistencies with your story there. You said you were living in Missouri in the 90s, yet uh, there's a reference to text messages and pictures being sent over j- phones. And... Well, normally I would say you got me. I made it up. That isn't a guy named Pete on there. But um, actually, the reason I moved to Whitesville, Missouri, uh, was because I was doing a piece on Whitesville. They w- they had become this uh, uh, site for a, a government-funded project, first of its kind, where they were testing out all sorts of new technologies and one of the first technologies that they were testing out was uh, these b- brand new devices that were able to send instant messages and and even photographs uh, basically the, the an early version of a smartphone the government had been secretly testing out uh, in whitesville missouri uh, and these you can fit there there's declassified documents now that well, uh, we'll we'll prove my point. You can find those on the uh, www.declassifiedciadocuments.gov.com. Uh, uh, it'll back up my story. <coughs> Anyways, I thought I'd clear up that uh, inc- inconsistency. So uh, yeah, I c- there's there's a couple more voicemails here. Let me play it for you.
0: Carl, Pete again. Um uh well uh, lost my job. Uh Sheila told the foreman about what happened uh, between you and me and uh, she said uh the, the foreman said that he, he don't want no home I worker for him. So uh, yeah, uh, just me here, Sheila's still with her with her mom, took the kids. So, you know, waiting here, to call back for you. Uh, I don't know if you're mad or whatever, but you know, give me, give me a call. All right, bye. Hey Carl, Pete again. Um, I wish you returned my calls. It's been a couple of days. Uh, I don't know how things are going on your end, but. Uh, Ain't too good over here. I, I appreciate your calling. Uh, I left you. I left you a couple voice messages. You, you might be busy, but you know, maybe call me back. Uh, found out, probably gonna have to sell the house, move back in with my folks if they let me. Uh, they found out about it too, and they said they don't want no home, no son. But uh, I might might have to move in. Might be living in my car. I uh, can't make the house payments without a job. Cause Sheila ain't working. Cause she had to get her uh, her foot removed from that uh, from the diabetes. So she can't work as a hairdresser no more. Uh, anyway, uh, just uh, give me give me a ring when he came. Uh, it's Pete. Pete, again. Um, it's been a day since that last voicemail. Uh, I, I did see the billboard in town that uh, that Deborah put up after she found out that you and me were uh, having gay sex together. Uh, um, listen, I'm just as mad about it too. I am just as mad about it too. I do not like seeing my face up there next year with the words uh, "faggot" written on it. But hey, that's can't change the past, can't change the way other people feel. Uh, I, I would appreciate it if you did turn my calls. I feel like we got a lot to talk about, uh, specifically where this relationship is going. Uh, I thought we had something. Uh, anyway, Pete again. Give me a call.
1: Now, folks, uh, <clears throat> like I said, this was the South, so did use a slur there, uh, but, uh, you know, that's just the way it is down there, can't do, can't do much about it, Uh, but, yeah, uh, Pete was, uh, he was was a nobody, I remember him, yeah, but Carl, he was the, uh, he was the the son of uh, of a a locally famous business owner, uh, Pete's, or Carl's father, uh, owned uh, owned a restaurant that had four different locations in in Whitesville. Uh, all on the same block. It was called uh, Big Mama Jive Fat Chicken. Uh, mostly served you know southern southern comfort food, fried chicken, uh, you know grits and gravy, okra, collard greens, all that all that shit. So uh, this scandal was, you know, it was it was all over. The uh, you know the Whitesville media <laughs> it was the talk of the town, and then once that billboard went up, uh, all hell broke loose. Uh, and uh, you know, apparently Pete didn't figure out uh, that that uh, he was calling the wrong number. He 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 um he kept sending me voicemails, and here's a couple more of them.
0: Hey Carl, it's it's me again. Um, still haven't heard anything from you. Uh, People've been writing base slurs all over my truck in my garage, and uh, can't even go to my my church no more. I said uh, I'm not welcome there. Uh, still haven't heard from you. Um, I don't know if you're mad or uh, maybe depressed, but. You know, it, 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 it would be nice to hear from you, I mean, uh, given our history together. i let you shove your whole foot in my ass, and you don't even want to return my fucking calls. I'm over here, got a wife with diabetes, about to lose her left foot, already lost her right foot, can't work as a hairdresser no more. Lost my job. Uh, you know, uh, give me a call back.
1: Yeah, on that one, the, the plot really thickened. Uh, there were a lot of details about their relationship that, that came to light. Uh, transcripts of their messages and a lot of photos came out. Uh, there was a leaked sex tape in which uh, Pete was, uh, he he ate an entire pie that had been shoved up Carl's ass and then shit back out and uh, he ate it while while dressed as a uh Mickey Mouse <coughs> and you know that was all I remember people would copy that tape send it around uh, there were some pretty lewd text messages detailing uh, various uh, objects being shoved in Orifices, you know, all around you know, scandal, made made a uh, state news because you know it was the '90s. People weren't as accepting of, you know, fetish culture and homosexuality, especially in the South back then. Uh, so, I, I there's the story, the saga of. Pete and Carl is not over, though. He left me a couple more messages. So, uh, play him again.
0: Alright, Carl. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, You're not returning my calls. And uh, I hear that you're going around town telling people about my fucked up foreskin. Uh, I told you that was between us. And to be honest, I'm a little hurt by it. Because uh, I thought... Uh, you and me were uh, a little more a little more honest with each other about stuff i'm you know? uh, doing too good over here uh, in the process of selling my home uh, can't make the payments uh, trying to sell it for the bank uh, you foreclosed on it so if you know anybody in the market let me know Dr. Damon it really pissed me off getting to return my fucking calls uh, Anyway uh, finally got a new job at the McDonald's down on 4th uh, Street. Uh, they said they don't care if they got homo working there so looks like I get to keep the house uh, right. you know you'd, I'd, I'd really appreciate it if you return my calls stood out your the plug in that vibrator. So, uh, you want to swing by the house uh, on Saturday? I got some free time. Anyway, uh, it's Pete. Hey, uh, this is uh, Pete Davis. Um, I I'm sorry about the the them voicemails that have been leaving you. Uh, past couple weeks or so, uh, there's supposed to be my my, my buddy Carl, but uh, I found out that he uh, he got a new phone number, and uh, and then he killed himself uh, shortly after getting the new phone number. So sorry about. Uh, them voicemails have been leaving on your machine, and uh, if you, if you could, uh, please erase them. Thank you.
1: Uh, and that was the uh <coughs> that was the end of of me and me and Pete's interacting. Uh, yeah, c- but uh, pretty soon after that, Billboard came out. Uh, Carl left town and and uh, he shot himself in the head. Uh, and then a uh, little while, probably about three months later. Uh, the Ku Klux Klan m- uh, murdered Pete and his wife, and his his wife's, uh, his wife's parents, Pete's parents. So, pretty uh, pretty wild stuff. I ended up actually writing the story about uh, Pete and Carl instead of that government cell phone uh, beta program. Uh, I felt that the the Pete and Carl thing was more. More important, and uh, that that kicked off uh, a successful career of uh, true crime uh, novels that I wrote uh, in the late '90s, early 2000s. Uh, published around uh, thirty-seven, thirty-seven books of mostly uh, true crime fiction. Uh, very popular in the in the Midwest and the South. Made a made a decent amount of coin off of that, but lost it, lost it all to uh, uh, sports gambling. Uh, ended up putting a lot of money on uh, the Raiders in the 2000 something Super Bowl whenever they were there, and uh, then their center ended up going to jail before the the big game. So, lost a decent amount of money there. Yeah, uh, got ad- got addicted to uh, nasal spray, and blew a lot of money my money on that. Um, so here I am now, a humble broadcaster once again. Um, j- just uh, just saying what I what I feel, and getting that out there. So, um <coughs> let's see. We're a little over half an hour, so figured I'd wrap it up. Uh, well, it's been got th- got through a lot this episode. Uh, so, uh, thank you for tuning in to the worst show on earth. Uh, this has been another episode. Have a have a blessed day, folks. Thank you.